Now, if you're new listening, it's the Holy Spirit that has brought you here. It's not a happenstance, a coincidence, or an accident that you are here. The Holy Spirit at this moment in time is massaging your heart, pricking your heart for Him to come in and abide in your heart. And at the same time, He is persuading, convincing, and convicting your mind. Now, what does that mean? You're at the crossroads. And everyone who is saved and born again come to a crossroads in their life. And this is what I have discovered back in 2007 when I was arrested by Father's kingdom. And he sent his agents, the elders, to this Assemblies of God church that I was at. I didn't want to be a part of anyway because I really was just there to appease my friends and a girlfriend at that time. But I digress. I was arrested by the kingdom. And it was my setup. I was running and running this is my third warning and I surrendered and submitted myself to the warning of the elder and his wife that began to pray over my life and before they begin to pray I talk about this on the podcast show and many of you who come to the ministry um, before he, Pastor Jeremy gave him the microphone he looked at me and now leading up to this moment a little bit of background now, there have been two other instances in my life that I was told that I was going to be used by God mightily. I shrugged those two instances off. The second one was my maternal grandmother before she went home to the Lord because she was saved and born again. And she told me, Michael, God's going to use you mightily to help many people because you're going to help them with suicide. And I was going through some major depression and that age of my life. Now what does it got to do with what are we talking about right now? Because the crossroads, Father makes his purpose known when he's chosen you and you're running. And so the crossroads that you're at, this is the opportunity for you to answer. And so the conditioning of the Holy Spirit who is persuading and convincing and convicting your mind, this means you have to repent. Because the kingdom of heaven is at hand. This is, has zero to do about religion. This is about a reality in Father's kingdom. See, Jesus came to earth to return the kingdom of heaven to earth, which Adam lost. So you hear at the crossroads, you're a new listener or a new watcher because we are live streaming. The crossroads, you can go left and continue to be master of your domain. Or you can surrender your life to your heavenly father. And so the repentance is this. It's turning from the errors of your ways. It's changing your countenance and your position from an inferior kingdom unto Jesus. And when you do that, repentance begins. And then you, in your, in your moment, where you're listening to the show right now, Father, I ask, I ask for forgiveness. Forgive me, Father. I'm sorry. And it's really that simple. Father, I believe that you sent your son for me. And when you believe out your heart and you, and you speak those words out your heart, that's repentance. And so you have to understand that Jesus literally, when he came to earth, recorded, archived, archaeologists are finding what they're finding of evidence. When he came to earth, he literally redeemed the lost. And in the redemption, he saved them out of the kingdom of darkness. 
So this crossroad means if you are the master of your domain, you can return to the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of mankind, the kingdom of wickedness. Or you can surrender in this moment. And there's nothing discrediting of who you are, your identity, when you surrender your life to Jesus Christ. This is that crossroads. And may you just be open during the rest of the show. And being an eagle on the wall, just participate. We're going to do nothing crazy happens inside the secret place. We just breathe. And I'm going to help everyone breathe in the breath of life to get some separation from their stress and their situations or circumstances and crisis. And we're breathing in the breath of life. Five exercises that you could do, really simple. And all you have to do is be open. Come with your undivided attention. It is my hope that you make the best choice of your life. And just as you continue on, when you choose to surrender, stay to the faith. Stay to the best of your ability like a child and grow. Be a sponge. Ask questions and develop your relationship with Jesus and learn the cooperation of the Holy Spirit. Now that is for all of our newbies listening to the show. And thank you very much for being here. And the person who invited you to the show, send them a special thank you. You know, they didn't do it to put you on blast. They did it to see that your life would be saved by Jesus. And so I'm here as your chief mood officer to help you make the best choice possible. And we're going to be stepping into the secret place that is 100% saturated. You're listening to those angels in that portion of the soaking music. I like that part right there. And this is going to be the traveling across that line, that line that many of you are going to begin to stand up. Remember, um, faith without the corresponding works is known as dead faith. And we enter into the secret place because Jesus first taught it, demonstrated it, and then we get the results that he promised us. John chapter 17 is his last inter, um, his last intimate writings, the records in the Garden of Gethsemane. The last recorded location that we know that he was in when he took his three disciples with him, gave them specific directions on one half of the Garden of Gethsemane. And if you've not been to Jerusalem, you'll not know what I'm talking about. You may want to do a YouTube and you can find out for yourself. There's an olive tree in that garden that dates back to the century that Jesus walked. And Jesus went and left those elect disciples and went into the presence of our Heavenly Father. And that he instituted the secret place. Now, Father can be anywhere at any time and every time. And there's never a moment in time that he's not in. The realities of the kingdom are much realer than the natural setting. And so, as you listen to me getting you prepared, there are some decorations i got to make. These decorations are impactful, familiar spirits that follow many brothers and sisters around, and they are unaware because they do not understand the principalities, the rulers in the atmosphere. That's Ephesians 6, 11, 12, and 13 right there. And see, these familiar spirits are here to do these things. Destroy, steal, and kill. And they afflict and manipulate emotions, your logic. And if they have enough 
time to cause terror, crisis, and chaos in your life. They can prohibit you from doing your, your business and your abilities and, and producing your skill sets. So, the spirit of pride, the spirit of dignity, the spirit of apprehension, the spirit of fear, and the spirit of confusion. I decree you go to hell. You cannot come into the secret place unless our Heavenly Father draws you in to judge you amongst the body. And night eagles, they can't come in because of those, remember those four permissions that I talked about at the beginning of the show? You get permission to what? Be alone? You get permission to be selfish? You get permission to express your emotions? And you get permission to present yourself in the secret place? So don't pick up these familiar little spirits. They've been working to hinder your assignment, achieving the summit to the mountain in this season of your life where your dreams are at. Don't pick them up. Now, I've made the declaration that they must return to hell. You can make the declaration yourself. This moment is for you. Kingdom surgery happens in the secret place. Fathers are going to be working on the heart and he knows what to do strategically. Yeshua is going to be working on the brain. Now there's this line in the sand. There's a line in the floor. There's a line in the carpet. There is a line on your... Separates you from that realm of the spirit. And this is done by faith. And unless you become like a child, it's hard to please Father. And so this is done. And we have been doing this since uh, 2010. And we implemented it in our ministries, our leadership practices. And my one of my spiritual brothers, Tim, continues to do this this day. He'll, he'll call me like Michael. I'm still doing this. I'm like, I know. So we're, the lines in the sand. I want you to stand up. Now we've made the declarations. The secret place is at 100%. We have some time now to step into the secret place. I'm going to be counting you down from five to one. Once I reveal to you what's on the walls. I'm going to count you down from five to one. We're going to be taking five breathing exercises, breathing in the breath of life. And you get about 30 second, in, um, 30 seconds intervals in between each exercise to take a deep breath in, a slow deep breath. I don't want you taking a fast deep breath and hyperventilating there in your nest. Okay, night eagles, I'm watching you. You're watching me. I'm going to be taking the same breath with you. And again, when I'm not on the radio, this is what I do. Holy Spirit taught me how to step into his presence. And there's going to be four walls that I'm going to talk to you about. They're going to be in the first person. You're going to realize these four walls are going to speak to 90% of the problems that you're dealing with. Pay attention to the words of Jesus Christ, the words on the walls as you step in. But first, we've got to have you step into the secret place. So on a count of three, let's get you standing up. You've been waiting for such a time as this. By faith, we're stepping into the secret place. Going to be dealing with your situations, your circumstance, and the crisis that is keeping you from achieving the summit of that mountain where your dreams, your goals are at. One, two, three. Three, go ahead and step into the secret place by faith. 
Now remember, faith without the corresponding works is known as dead faith. And more particular to what I want to talk to you about is, this is really kind of cool. Father knows every one of our thoughts before they ever leave our mouth. And so your prayers are important, hugely important. I can't even articulate in enough time that I have here on the second half of the show how important your prayers are. But more important than your prayers are, is your presence. And that's why I say what we've come to know, spiritual breakthrough happens in the secret place. The 11th month on the radio show that we've been doing this, by the way. Spiritual health. This is the pit stop coming out of the pathway. Welcome inside the secret place. Four walls surround you. I'm going to talk to you about what's on each of these four walls. And for everybody watching and listening, you're getting a peek inside the lab here. It's really kind of cool. No glitz and glamour. Took the bookshelf out. You see the globe right behind me. But this is where the, the, the mad scientist goes to work. But you're here now in the secret place. Four walls surround you. Some of you have your Bibles. Make yourself extremely comfortable. Remember those four permissions. You can be alone. You can be selfish. Express your emotions. To all of our male night eagles, I can't say this enough because it is so challenging for men to express their emotions. And expressing your emotions is a healthy deal. It's extremely healthy. Four walls surround you. Matthew 6 and 6 is the foundation. In first person, we wrote what is on the walls here. Jesus says this to you. But whenever you pray, enter into your secret place and shut the door behind you. Now, the entry point to this studio is to my right. And here we're stepped in this, the secret place. So shut the door behind you. Faith without the corresponding works is known as dead faith. Enter into your secret place and shut the door behind you. And pray to your heavenly father who is in the secret place. And your heavenly father who sees in the secret place will reward you. Pay attention to whatever Jesus says in his gospels. Every time Jesus speaks, Yeshua speaks... It is a command, it's an instruction, and he wraps it up with a promise, whether it's a blessed promise or a promise that comes with condemnation, a warning, trouble. But he says this to you. Our Heavenly Father is in the secret place. Our Heavenly Father sees in the secret place and he has a reward with him. So I want to urge you and encourage you here in the secret place to be open and participate. And in your openness and your, and your readiness to participate, I want you to be expectant to receive for yourself information, a revelation, an impartation, a warning, possibly a promise. But Jesus says there's a reward. This is why I say every night, make sure you participate in the secret place. And throughout our journey here in the secret place, I'm going to be reminding you, faith without the corresponding works is known as dead faith. This is the first wall. Now the wall right behind you, this wall right behind me, you see the wall right behind me? It's actually a real wall. And there's cement there. 
This is the trading wall, the apex wall. This is our soul closet wall. We're going to be trading our stress and our burdens on this wall. So pay attention to this wall. Listen to what Jesus has to say to you. I'm going to be spending some time here on the third breathing exercise. Yeshua says this to you. Come to me, all of you who are overworked and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. Now the wall over here to the right, this wall, your other right, look over here to your right, that's the third wall. This wall is Luke chapter 18 verses 4 through 8. Now if you're dealing with a judicial matter, if you're going before a magistrate and you're either a plaintiff or a defendant, pay attention to this wall because theirs is the records and the gospels of the unjust judge and a widow and they are getting ready to have an encounter and she's preparing to wear out this unjust judge because she understands and believes and knows her kingdom rights. Now she's going before this unjust judge to ask for relief from her adversary and he relents and he gives her the thing that she's desiring. He rules in her favor because he doesn't want to get worn out. But verse 7, I want you to pay attention and listen very intently to verse 7. This is for you. Jesus says this to you, And will not my Father surely see to it that justice is done to you, his chosen ones, who cry out to my Father day and night? And will he delay towards you? Now every one of you who has a legal matter, pay attention to this wall, and Jesus is asking you a question that you must bring him the answer. And you being the elect of your father, a daughter, a son, a kingdom citizen, saved and born again, when you're crying out to him day and night, will he be slow in ruling in your case? I'm telling you, we have witnessed this time and time again going into our earth settings in the magistrate and we have it documented we watch judges turn a rule around in our favor in our ministry's favor in ministers favor and in people who are just believers in Jesus we watch judges rule in their favor when they go before the Supreme Court. There is no higher court than Father's Heavenly Court. Psalms 82 verses 1 through 3. This is that wall that you need to take close attention to. The third, I mean the fourth wall is over here to your left. Now this fourth wall over here to your left, if any of you are in a deadline, like we're in a deadline, we're building a radio station, we have all these obligations, responsibilities to the church, the ministries, our businesses, their finances. I know we have a massive heap load of finances with all this on our table. If you are on a deadline, this is the wall for you to pay attention to. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16, written by the Holy Spirit to the Hebrew side of the bloodline. He says this, pay attention. He says this, therefore let us approach with confidence to the throne of grace in order that we may receive the spirit of mercy and find the spirit of grace to help in our time of need the Holy Spirit is telling you to approach with boldness with a surety strongly plainly to the throne of grace 
that destination is where Father sits. And here in the secret place, in an open heaven, you're in a deadline. If you're in a time of need, you can step right before his throne. As I challenge everyone, what is he saying here in this verse? Why is this verse in the scriptures? Come boldly, the Holy Spirit says, to his throne of grace. In order, in Father's order, in Father's rule, in Father's charge, that you may receive the spirit of mercy and the spirit of grace. The spirit of grace is the throne of grace. He is sitting on the spirit of grace. Those are the four walls that surround you in the safest space on radio here in a secret place. Now, I am going to begin the exercise of breathing in the breath of life. Now, with the remaining of time that we have left, we have enough time to go through these exercises, and we, we double up on the exercises on Friday night. Now, the first exercise, breathing in the breath of life, the Ruach HaKodesh here in the secret place, this is going to be to submit your body in the presence of our Heavenly Father. This is Kingdom Strategies that you may not have learned or understood just as much as Father gave Moses protocols, statutes, and ordinances in Deuteronomy with the Ark of the Tabernacle to give to the children of Israel. And we are a part of the better covenant that lays upon the old covenant. We have advantages as sons and daughters. Now, I talked about those familiar spirits. I made the declaration that they cannot be here in the secret place. Now, that was purpose because this is where surgery begins. Father's commencing heart surgery. If you have been hurt in the heart, your heart is distressed, heart pains, worry causes stress upon the heart. You're not to worry if you are saved and born again. Those are Jesus' words. But Father's going to be commissioning heart surgery as you breathe in the breath of life. We're going to be submitting the body. Now, if you have any sickness or illnesses in the body, I'm going to believe for the spirit of breakthrough during our time here in the secret place. And it is according to Father's will if he chooses to miraculously heal your body or bring a miracle to your body. Any illness or sickness that's in your body we want to calm the side effects and the symptoms down by breathing in the breath of life. I just choose to believe. And it's interesting when I choose to believe what Father does. His goodness is on display. It has always been on display in my life and others' life. It's not just for the ministers or for those who are chosen. It's for the entire ecclesia. Just choose to believe. You can understand it as you live out your faith. Breathing in the breath of life, if you have any sickness illnesses in the body what we're doing we're breathing in the Ruach HaKodesh you breathe the breath of life everywhere you go you just don't be intentional you're just not intentional and so we're going to be intentional here in the secret place going to count you down five four three two one take a deep breath and let's relax our bodies
Breathing in the breath of life, the first breathing exercise here in the secret place on this Friday night. Relaxation, inspiration. Going to breathe in the breath of life again. Any wounds, scarring, bruises to the body because you're dealing with stress coming from chaos. If you're dealing with chaos in this moment, I want you to really listen to what I'm going to say to you right now. Chaos happens because there's a principality, there's a ruler governing in your atmosphere. Now, you understand that Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy the body, correct? And he wants to hinder the pathway of everyone who is saved and born again. See, he doesn't have to hinder those in the world because he's of the world. But to everyone who comes out of the world, who's been transferred out of the kingdom of darkness and transferred into Father's superior kingdom... He's on a mission, ruling lawlessly. He is also known as the prince of the air, to which Father gave the earth to man to rule. And so he's working in harmony with the rulers of earth. Find a country, have a problem. Second breath of life we're going to be breathing in. This is dealing with the chaos. Now, chaos and crisis come into your setting, and they bring terror, and it happens upon you. Because chaos and crisis is never scheduled in the natural setting. Chaos is scheduled lawlessly in the realm of the spirit. So chaos evokes with crisis. Crisis evokes chaos. And they begin to manifest. And spiritual trauma comes into the setting. In your atmosphere, your territory, and in your environment. And it comes upon you. And so the wounds from crisis, the bruises coming from crisis, because you're going through it. And when you come out of it, you're realizing that you're dealing with trauma, post-traumatic stress, and that disorder because of chaos and crisis happening, happening upon your environment, in your atmosphere, and in your territory. We're going to just calm the body down. We're just breathing in the breath of life. Calming the body down. So your participation begins with breathing in the breath of life. We're de-stressing, submitting the body, kingdom strategies of prayer, effective prayer in the secret place in five, four, three, two, one. Take another deep breath and relax your body. Three quarters of a way there. Submitting the body in the presence of our Heavenly Father in the secret place on this Friday night. One more time we're going to do it. This is the third and final time breathing in the breath of life. We're downshifting the side effects and the symptoms. If you are with prescription medicine, those side effects, breathing in the breath of life. Now, you do this every night, right? You do this every waking moment, every sleeping moment that you are alive. But there's something powerful when you step into the secret place. Those four walls have everything to do with your situation, your circumstances, and your crisis in this moment. Just believe. You can understand it as you work your faith in fear and trembling. In five, 
four, three, two, one. Take another deep breath and relax your body. Come on, Night Eagles. Stay the course halfway there. You can take as many deep breaths as you're able to. Just don't do them fast. You have 30 second intervals in between the breathing exercises. And done. Breathing the breath of life. We just submitted the body here in the presence of our Heavenly Father. Heart surgery is beginning. If Father brings you into a miracle and heals your heart, Glory to God, that'd be an awesome praise report. We're transitioning over to the state of mind and your emotions, which is your mindset. Excuse me, your state of mind, your emotions, your mindset, your logic. Your logic is placed in the front, the cortex, cortical part of cortex body of your brain. Now, we talked last breath about the side effects and symptoms, and more specifically about those of you who are in the middle of increased circumstances and crisis that are spinning out of control and causing effects to the body. That's why we submitted the body in the presence of the kingdom. Now we're going to surrender the mind. And one activation of a practice I want you to do is while we get ready to breathe in the breath of life, I want you to just say the name of Jesus. Repeat the name of Jesus, depending on your relationship with them. Some of you may call him Yeshua HaMashiach. Some of you may call him Yeshua Christ Jesus, Lord Jesus, Jesus Christ, call upon his name. It doesn't matter how it comes out of your mouth. His name comes out of your mouth. The cadence will come out fast. Some of you will be crying, sobbing, screaming, yelling. You have been on the edge. The crisis has put you in a situation where you want to give up. The circumstances is hindering. The situations could be getting out of control. Repeating his name in this moment because Father gave him all power and authority and every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord and that's every preposition every adjective every adverb verb pronoun and noun we're going to surrender everything that is attached to your emotions now if you dealt with a crisis high levels of circumstances are out of control the situations are becoming unbearable. You may find yourself at the end of the rope in 2022. I'm not really sure, but here in the secret place, you're in the safest space. Father's doing the surgery. Saying the name of Jesus, repeat his name. So we're going to relax and surrender. And when your cadence begins to slow down, what is happening is that is a sign that your mind and your logic is coming into a position of surrender here in the secret place. In five, four, three, two, one, take another deep breath and let's relax our minds. YouTubers, we're halfway through it. Wisdom listeners, we're halfway through the breathing exercise here, relaxing the mind. Night moods, here in the secret place, we've just completed the first breathing exercise, surrendering the mind. Let's go ahead and speak the name of Jesus again. Going to breathe in the breath of life. 
Now, if you're dealing with any type of depression that is distressing and depressing your emotions and your logic, and if it's on the extreme, it's going to hinder you and your skill sets. And see, that's what the enemy wants. The heart is for father. Father possesses the heart. That's why his spirit originates in the heart when we are saved and born again. The mind, he allows us to have free will and control. And that is what Lucifer, Apollyon, Satan, and his minions, his imps, his fallen angels, they want to control and govern your mind. How many times have you heard someone say, I don't know, something else made me do something? They're being controlled in the realm of the spirit, which is a more real than the natural setting. So we're surrendering the emotions and surrendering our logic. Repeating the name of Yeshua, just repeat his name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for sending Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Repeating the name of Yeshua HaMashiach. The cadence is going to come out fast, hard. It doesn't matter. Do not worry about how your cadence come out. Do not worry about people listening and hearing you. Okay, this is you in the secret place. And when your cadence begins to slow down, your mind is coming to a state of surrender in five, four, three, two, one. Take another deep breath. Let's relax our mind. Halfway there, finishing up, last five seconds, taking a deep breath, surrendering the mind here in the secret place on this Friday night. Now, if you're a victim of any type of abuse, the abuse, it could be whatever it is for you. It does not matter to anyone else. You can name them. If you're a victim or if you have low self-esteem, we're going to surrender that in this next breath. Spiritual abuse, physical abuse, sexual abuse, sexual assault, verbal abuse, psychological abuse. Speak in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and repeat the name of Jesus. There is power in his name. And you're bringing your mind, your logic, into surrender because there's power in his name. Spiritual breakthroughs breaking out for many of you night eagles. In five, four, three, two, one. Take another deep breath and let's relax our minds. Good job, Night Eagles. Halfway through it, we're going to transition over to the next breathing exercise. I want you to get yourself repositioned. For those of you who are on the floor or on the bed listening to the program in the secret place tonight with me, if you're driving, remember, just keep at least one hand on the column. If, if not, ten and two. If you're working, just visualize this because I don't want you to 
blow the game. Thank you for multitasking, by the way. As you reposition yourself, I want you to place your hands in front of you like you're holding a platter, a dish, a, a basket, a gift, because this is the trading wall, the apex wall. We're going to be trading our stress, trading our burdens with Yeshua. Now, this is the wall right behind you. Now, the wall right behind you is Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 and 29. You're going to spend a little bit of time here. We're going to trade our stress and trade our burdens with Jesus. And if you are encountering angels in your environment, that is normal in the kingdom of heaven because the Holy Spirit is the manifestation of Father's presence. And according to the scriptures, according to the witness and testimonies, including myself, and there's many in the remnant, angels come to render service. They're ministering to render service to the heirs of salvation. And I am an heir of salvation. I'm a co-heir. And if you're a co-heir, those angels of the Lord that visited, encountered the brothers and sisters in the old covenant, it's no different in a better covenant. They'll encounter you because they come to serve at Father's charge. So don't be alarmed. Become familiar. Become in agreement to what they have come to serve you with. Now, with your hands in front of you, the wall behind you is Matthew 11 and 28. Now, you can see my hands here on the YouTube uh, video here. Now, in your hands, we're going to begin speaking all the stress in your situations, in your circumstances, and in your crisis. Good stress, bad stress, your, your obligations, your responsibilities, go ahead right now and speak them into your hands. Jesus has to say this to you. Come to me, all of you who are overworked and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. Now, speaking all the stress, Jesus has given us an instruction. He's given us a command, and he wraps it with a promise. Notice what he says here. He's telling you to come. And so you're come bearing this gift, this sacrificial gift of your stress out of your situations, out of your circumstances, and definitely if you're dealing with a crisis and chaos in this moment, you want to get the stress into your hands. Now, this is the soul clause as well, because we're going to deal with what you cannot see, your invisible soul that is connected to your physical brain. That's right, your emotions take everything it receives, the memories, and it takes them to the basement of your soul. This is the soul closet, and I want you to really be intentional about your participation. I'm going to have you take a deep breath. You're going to be instructed to raise your hands, and we're going to trade the stress. But right now, I want you to go into the depths of your soul closet, and I want you to get that burden, that fortizo. In the Greek, the burden is called, known as the fortizo. It is a load upon the body from a spiritual space and it causes distress to the vital organs in the body a burden can also it is found because high stress causes strokes high blood pressure and it could cause heart attacks john in john 14 1 jesus says this to you do not let your heart be distressed he's talking about the burdens and the the stress. So in your soul closets, I want you to go into the depth of your soul closets. 
Many of you are pouring out your stress. Now, stress that you have been managing, you have been nurturing for weeks and months and years and decades, Jesus has given you an instruction. Now, you can keep what you have and hope and wish and pray for life to be better, but this is in the Gospels. He is telling you to come. We're in the secret place, and he wants your stress. He wants your burdens because he says, I will give you rest. Now, I've given you enough time to get that burden out of your soul closet. That very one right there, get that out that you've been, you've been babying. You, maybe you don't want anyone to know about you've been carrying this burden because if they knew that you were carrying this burden, they would probably befriend you, isolate you. Maybe they didn't want to, you don't want them to, to carry the burden with you. I don't know, whatever it is, it doesn't matter, but Jesus wants this. So your hands are full, your arms are getting heavy, and we're going to trade the stress and the burdens according to the words of Jesus. Be sure and be intentional about you participating in this next breath of life. In five, four, three, two, one. Take another deep breath, raise your hands and trade your burdens and your stress with Jesus. Make it count, make it matter, you're trading your stress, trading your burdens with Jesus. This is the apex wall. Those of you watching, faith without the corresponding works is known as dead faith. If you keep and if you didn't participate and you have what you have and you're hoping and wishing for something to happen, well, Jesus told you to trade with them. The kingdom of heaven, if you have not studied the scriptures from Genesis to Revelations and the hidden books, the kingdom of heaven is about trading. Think about it from Genesis. Adam and Eve traded, and they lost the kingdom. The children of Israel traded, and they lost favor, exiled out of Israel. They kept trading and kept trading, but they kept trading with the wrong nations. Jesus comes into the earth born of Mary, and he returns the kingdom. And Jesus in part of kingdom protocol, statutes and ordinances, shows you in real time that the kingdom is about trading. He is trading his life to bring and return life to all the followers to bring us into access and proximity to Heavenly Father. Now, some of you who've traded, you're going to start feeling lighter. That's because the burden you traded. One more time. We're going to do it one more time. In five, four, three, two, one. Take a deep breath. Trade your stress and burdens with Jesus. Just finishing up making the trade. 
Now, for everyone who's traded, verse 29 goes into effect. Jesus says this, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. And if you've ever wondered what the yoke is that he's talking about, it's not a farming implement that many theologians talk about. The yoke has everything to do with what Father told Isaiah in chapter 9, verse 6 and 7. And upon the shoulders of Messiah would be the government of the heavenly kingdom. Now, Jesus is telling you this. Take my yoke. Now, you've traded with him, so you're going to raise your arms into the atmosphere because it's crazy faith we're dealing with, childlike faith. And he says, take my yoke. And if you have to do this every day because you're trading every day unintentionally or unwillingly, then that's okay. But here in a secret place, raise your hands, take the yoke, place it on your shoulders. Jesus says this to you, and learn from me. The government of the heavenly kingdom is upon your shoulders. And Jesus says, for I am gentle and humble in heart. He is talking about the Holy Spirit who is in your heart. He is more humble and gentler than your situations, your circumstances, and your crisis. And then Jesus says this, and you will find rest for your souls. So you've made the trade. Your soul is being put in a place of rest. And I pray that you made the trade so that you can receive a spiritual evidence, something tangible that's going to help and equip you to get through that situation, that circumstance, and that crisis. The key word is through. And that reward that's on that first wall that Jesus talks about when we stepped into the secret place, that reward could it be that that government that you're carrying on your shoulders, when you administer Father's heavenly affairs into the earth realm, you're going to get through because he's going to give you the tools to manage, deal, and navigate through the stress and the situations and the circumstances and that crisis. And so here you are. We submitted the body. We surrendered the mind. And you're in this vulnerable state because your soul is at rest. Or it's reading into a place of rest. And that reward, if you've not received that reward in Jesus' name, I speak this to you right now. May our Heavenly Father release that reward to you in this moment. If he doesn't release this to you in this moment, in the moments to come. If he doesn't release it to you in the moments to come, may he release it, surrender it to you in the moments hereafter. This next breath is the critical breath. The breath of restoration. This breath of restoration is the renewal breath. Submitting the body, kingdom strategies. Surrendering the mind kingdom strategies, trading your stress and your burdens, kingdom strategies. And so now the spirit of restoration, as we take this next breath, is coming to restore the body, restore the mind, and restore your soul. In five, four, three, two, one. Take another deep breath, and let's receive the spirit of restoration and renewal. Completing the work here in the secret place. 
We're putting in some good work tonight. Restoration is occurring. Renewal is recurring. You've traded. You've surrendered the mind. You've submitted the body. And now we're here. The last breath. Breathing in the breath of life. For those of you watching, you missed the first of three attributes. The first one is that you're important. I'm going to remind you of your three attributes tonight. The second one is that you are worthy. The third attribute is that you are valuable. Now, Jesus redeeming us, saving us out of the kingdom of darkness, out of the kingdom of wickedness, out of the kingdom of mankind. When he saved us, we became born again, filled with the Holy Spirit. Saved and born again. And you are important to your Heavenly Father because he places his Holy Spirit into his sons and daughters. This is why you're important. Jesus did the work. And so now your work is this, that you just believe. And you live your faith in the pathway that God has given you. And there'll be plateaus and there'll be an increase and there'll be decreases. And then there'll be those valleys. Every one of us in the Ecclesia goes up the mountain and down the mountain. But he wants us at the top of the mountain where the light is supposed to be. You are worthy. The second attribute. You are worthy because of Father alone and Jesus because you're a carrier of the Holy Spirit. Now I say that slow because I don't want to get any confusion. The second attribute is that you are worthy. The King has given you 100% of his essence out of his glory on the throne in the Holy Spirit. Jesus redeeming you makes you important. Jesus redeeming you makes you worthy to your Father. The last attribute is that you are valuable. And you are valuable and you have the same value as our Heavenly Brother, our Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach. Because he paid your ransom. And these three attributes enable you to receive because you're a daughter, you're a son. You get to receive agape love. Unconditional love. Unmerited love. Love it. You don't have to work for it. Father is the initiator of agape love. He loves us with the same love that he loves Yeshua. The same love. This agape love. And this is why I talked about at the beginning of the show. Those four vital permissions. You can be selfish in the secret place. You can be alone in the secret place. You can express your emotions here in the secret place. Because these three attributes enable you to receive agape love. This highest function, highest method of love. There's four levels of love out of agape love. But this is, this is the one. That you are loved like none other. You are loved in the same viewpoint as Yeshua. By our Heavenly Father. Elohim, Yudhed Vadhe, the great I am, and he loves you. It doesn't matter the love that you have not received or been searching for in the natural setting back in your pathway. See, this love, our Heavenly Father, he wants to pour his love upon you 
He wants to pour his love into you. And he wants to pour his love through you for the purpose here in the secret place that you practice reciprocating this love back to him verbally, spiritually, in your praise and in your worship. And remember that faith without the corresponding works of dead faith. You, you reciprocate it naturally. Maybe you, you hold yourself. Maybe you give him a wave offering. Maybe you're clapping in the moment. See, this love penetrates you. This love is purpose for you to learn how to give it back to Father. So that as you enter your pathway, this love is like headlights in your pathway. As you're climbing up the mountain, whether it's day or night, climbing down the mountain, it attracts whosoever will to our Heavenly Father. Because they see the love of Father in you and the hope of glory through you. And in honesty, I've got to keep it 100 with you here in the secret place, Many will not want to experience this love in a reality of our Heavenly Father. But don't worry about that. See, that's Father's deal. That's Father's deal. Your deal is to stay to the path. Your deal is to show love. Your deal is to show them Jesus by shining your light in that pathway and taking it to the top of the mountain, top of the hill in your season. I'm going to count you down so that you can receive this love. I'll give you instructions to raise your hand, lift your head to receive Father's heaven, heavenly love. Are you ready? In five, four, three, two, one. Take your last deep breath tonight. Raise your hands, raise your heads, and receive agape love from our Heavenly Father. Just receive it. Allow his love to purify you, to cleanse you. Like you're stepping in the shower, a warm shower, covering your head and how the water trickles down your head to your toes. What his love is doing for some of you right now. Strengthening you, refilling you. See, this is the recharge I talked about at the beginning of the radio show. And this charge for you is the best thing on a Friday night during our spiritual maintenance. And see, so you can take this love with you. And as we end the show tonight, we're going to come back to the bridge to close out the show with some affirmations. A small word for you. Some of you want to soak here inside the secret place. Go right ahead. Some of you want to practice reciprocating love here. And believing and receiving and realizing your Heavenly Father loves you like no other. That completes the secret place tonight, breathing in the breath of life. Your spiritual maintenance. If you have a praise report, send a message to the radio show, nightmoodshdq at gmail.com. Or connect with us on any one of our social media sites for... The media company, Night Moves HQ, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And thank you for watching here on the YouTube channel. For those of you who are listening on the Wisdom app and our other platforms, much appreciated. 
I'm going to be right back here in the captain's chair Monday night as we get the official transition into the radio station. 126, the Genesis launching 11-11-22. Guys, have a wonderful weekend. Remember, as you love others, love yourself. And as you bless others, remember to bless yourself. Until then, I will talk to you guys Monday night right here in the captain's chair. Night Moods on Blog Talk Radio. Tune in radio, Radio Public, Radio FM. Thank you. Have a good night.